And before we start this episode, I just want to put a little plug out. It's not an advertising. I just want to say happy Father's Day to Daddy Shredder. I hope he's okay. I know he's currently with the family at the moment. He's with all my brothers and sisters. He's with Raph, with Donnie, with Mikey, with Jenica, and with my um, my stepmom. I want to. I haven't got a nickname for you yet i'm afraid i will think of a nickname turtle related which you'll be annoyed and i know my dad's probably listening to this going you're such a wanker but i am but i hope all of you have a great day together i am missing you all so much i really am um, that's from me hiccups and the queen dad i hope you have a really good day and everyone else i'll miss you and i'll see you back at christmas Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids, and this is episode 21, and we are talking Pokemon Snap for the N64. Well, this week I am joined by Mr. R9 Beats, and I'm going to put it out there straight away, because I need to, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to Mr. R9 Beats, because if you'd listened to last episode with CPC, with Christian Pokemon Champion, he made a slight reference about me making a bit of a mess and me not recording stuff. What had happened with this episode is we were half an hour into the podcast and I realised I'd forgot to press record. Which is a big boo-boo because we'd done most of the show. And I was so gutted, but R9 was such a trooper. He just said, it's okay, it's okay. And we did it straight away again. We covered everything again. We tried to put the same jokes in as we did. So I do want to say these things happen. I'm still learning when it comes to podcasting. But I want to really, really say thank you, R9. It does mean a lot that you do that. And I really do think everyone should follow him on YouTube. He is a good, good fella. Good, good laughs. He's got a video with over a million views. The bastard. I want that. But he is. He's a top lad. He is going to be regular on the show now. And I do really appreciate him. But we are talking Pokemon Snap. I did play this when it came out. I completed it. I got 100%. You know, basically did everything I could have done. Really, really loved it. I love the idea of it. I love the idea you were jumping into a Pokemon world and you got to see things you didn't normally see. Because I think this... I think I still can't remember this came out before or after Pokemon um, Stadium. But even so, you got to see Pokemon in like the the wild because the best you got to see that sort of stuff was in the anime. So to see it actually in a game was incredible. And the amount of things that you could actually do and interact with the world was so good. And you, you actually yourself, the player, basically chose what happened to some of these Pokemon. You could make them evolve, you can make them attack each other, and it was a great thing. And the fact we do now have a Pokemon Snap for the Switch is a crime they never came out earlier. Like, what were Nintendo doing? Surely this is one that should have, like, about... Every console should have had a Pokemon Snap. We should have had one for the Wii. Should have had one for the Wii U. We should have had one for the 3DS. The D, I don't know why it took this long to get another Pokemon Snap, but hey-ho, we have one. But that's for later on. So first of all, we're going to do the introduction. Now, if you don't know, we do try and do a bit of an intro show. Normally, it's about 15, 20 minutes, but this time, there's it's going to be a bit longer. I'm predicting it's going to be a bit longer because a shit ton of news happened this week because of no E3. And everyone decides, oh, let's make our own E3-esque events. So there's a lot 
to cover. So we will go into that. But first of all, I just need to get the plug out the way. We all need to do this because I need to put money over my head. That makes no sense. I need to put a roof over my head. They're the words I actually wanted to say. That's what happens when you record this at 6am after you've already done a 5am podcast with Keeks. So I'm a little bit tired. So, if you want to support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. You can go to YouTube at the Honest Pokemon Trainer and give me a like and subscribe there. I have just hit, as of recording this today, 6,000 subscribers, so thank you to everybody. The race to 10k is obviously on, but to get to 6,000 is absolutely incredible. I never thought I'd even get that stage. I was so happy when we did it. And just said to the wife, the queen, we're getting a takeout. And she went, okay, straight away. And we got a tie to celebrate the fact. Because that was the deal. Every time I get 1,000 new subscribers, we go get a takeaway. I think if I hit 10,000, I don't know what I'd do for that. Because I think that's a life goal. Sounds silly, but for me, that would be a life goal doing all this. Although I did say if I managed to get then 6,000 Patreons, I'd be in. <laughs> I'd be, life's a, life's a good one. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I've got four, and I'm happy with four. But I know more people can support me. And speaking of that, yes, if you want to support me financially, you can do with Patreon. So if you've got a little bit of money in the side and you're like, oh, what can I do with that? I could buy a coffee. Well, you could throw it my way. And I basically go over to patreon.com forward slash retro wars. And basically you can join in our little world. Now, one of the main things that you get with this is that you get your own bi-weekly show. And it's just a special thing for you. And it's called DLC. And it's basically where I talk about various things that may have happened in the gaming world. I could do a review of something. I could talk about top tens, things I used to love. But for now, I'd like to give you a bit of a sneak preview. So for those who are, haven't listened to it, this is a sneak preview of episode four. And this is where I was talking about the recent state of play that PlayStation did. The one thing I think is sad that it's been leaked is that the lot of momentum of the advertising has probably gone. Like, they would have already planned to reveal some of these characters. I know one gets revealed. It's, we'll be talking about it this week on the main show. And a lot of momentum is now gone because they would have wanted to drip this. You need to get everyone excited for the game. And now they can't because it's, it's out there. We know who the starting roster is now, and it's such a shame. So I feel so sorry for those at Capcom who have got all this momentum they want to build. They want to build the suspense, and that's gone. And that was episode four about the state of play from PlayStation. Now, I'm going to give a bit of a timeline because I can because there's been so much news that's come out recently I'm probably going to be doing the DLC episode 5 which will be coming out this Friday it's probably going to be coming this the summer festive games and then episode 6 which will be a further two weeks will be covering the X-Pass Xbox One because Microsoft held their own one, and it's too much to have on a news section, so I thought, well, why not make them their own DLC episodes, and you can get my thoughts and opinion on that. As well as getting episodes of DLC, which are already available for you, you get access to our Discord, when I'm trying to build our own little community so we can dick around and have it as a bit of a fun place away from the general shit of the internet. You get access to polls, which I will be starting. I'll be starting the polls in the first week of July, 
And basically, that's where I give you guys the choice of what games I should be covering for the show. You get to write into our letter section, 16 Bits of Knowledge. You get to play in Revive or Die. And you get to comment about the games that we play this week. So I want to hear your thoughts. I want to, you know, I'll read them out. I'll read as many as I can on the show. And I'll give you my dick around opinion of what I think of them all. But then speaking about that, I also just mentioned 16 Bits of Knowledge. That is our usual letter section. And yeah, it's 16 Bits of Knowledge. And by 16 bits of knowledge, I meant 16 bits of nonsense. I still haven't even, I'm not even functioning. My brain's not even working today. Ah yes, 16 bits of nonsense. This is our letter section where I give you the chance to ask me anything. It doesn't have to be gaming related, it could be anything. Turtles, sport, Pokemon, whatever you. You can decide what you want to get in touch with me about. And this week we had no letters. That's all good. I keep saying that's fine. Uh, it's not a problem. But that letter section is there for anyone who is on Patreon. Anyone who wants to join in, you're more than welcome to do so. Now we move on to the news section. And there's a lot. There's a hell of a lot to cover this week. And yeah, this is probably going to be quite a little bit longer than normal, but I think it's really important that we cover it all. So this is what we call Patch 21.0. Okay, so what has been going on? Now, as I mentioned at the beginning, there was no E3 this year. E3's been cancelled, and I think everyone's kind of done with E3 now. I think E3 used to be that event, like the you know glorious time when everyone would go to see stages and play games for real. But I think now, with rising costs, with what happened with COVID, developers have kind of realised, oh, we can actually put our shit online and just do it like that and put it on YouTube, and it's a little bit cheaper and yeah we'll just do it like that and i think that's the way forward now i think that's how they're going to be because whilst we didn't get an e3 we got the state of play we got the summer festive games we got microsoft's event we got a capcom event that's how they're going to do it and nintendo haven't dropped a nintendo direct which is surprising and i was so grateful they've not released one because my news would have been even fucking longer but listen, as I said, I'll be coming state. I'll be covering state of play for DLC five, and the Microsoft event will be DLC six. So, what has been happening now? For those who met with me last week, I mentioned that the new TMNT game, which announced the summer festive games, has been now released. And yes, I got it on day one, and yes, it is fucking amazing. It is just takes me back so much to when I was a kid back in the 90s playing Turtles in Time 4. It is so good. And it has that Streets of Rage feel to it. Like every hit, every combination, you can just feel that. Is it Demetsu? I think you pronounce it. They've really crafted something together here. And I am enjoying this so much. Now, I probably will be doing a review of this game just because I am having such a blast with it. And I haven't had such a genuine smile on my face playing a video game for a long time. So I probably will do a review of this, which will be for a DLC episode. But the reason why I'm bringing this in now, not just to boast about how much I'm playing this game, is to say that there has been some several bit of news. And that is the fact that the creators have come out and said, we're not planning any DLC for this game. Now, they did then go on to clarify, by that we mean no new skins for the characters. So 
people were thinking, oh, we could have like the trench coats for the turtles, like in the movies, which would be pretty cool. But they've said there was so much work that went into the sprites that they're not going to be able to do so. And I completely agree with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever because there'll be a hell of a lot of work that went into making those sprites. I would like to see DLC in the state in the form of new levels, new bosses, new characters. Like we've got seven, which is still pretty good for a turtles game when we only had four originally. But maybe you could pretty you know bring in other characters. I reference from the ID, IDW series. You've got Venus, who's now in the comics. You've got Jenica. You could have more turtles. Would it be interesting to see what they make in and could if you could make them an old sprite, or could you have like the old turtle sprites from the the Gen, well, the old Mega Drive Super Nintendo games. Wouldn't that be fun to see if you could put them in there? Again, this is to see how well this game sells, but from what I've been seeing on Twitter, it has been selling so well. Everyone's enjoying it, so I can't say they're just going to leave this game to be. I just can't. Thinking that things that aren't going to be left alone, Sonic. I haven't mentioned Sonic for a while, but he's back or coming back to his own new series. Netflix have decided with the success of the movies, they wanted in and they're making their own TV series called Sonic Prime. So they released a little snippet of a trailer and it shows Sonic in like looks like Green Hill Zone in proper retro old school Sonic whipping around. And I was like, look, he looks cool. He looks a good design. He's got good attitude. Let's see what this girl look like. And then he runs past Big the Cat. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. You, you fucker. You, you fucker. No, we don't want to see Big the Cat. Big the Cat's a dickhead. Why do you want to see Big the Cat? But we've got to see it. So that's all we've seen. Nothing else. I'll give it a go. I'll, I will give this a go. I will be optimistic. And hope to God it's good, but we don't know what it's going to be. But it could be bringing all the Sonic Adventure characters back. I just hope it's not shit. That's my hope. Please don't let me down wrong. And talking about things that were shit was the fact that PlayStation dropped the PlayStation Plus 2.0 with nothing, which is a bit shit. Considering they just had a state of play, they did nothing. They didn't even announce this. It just dropped and I'm surprised that there was no mention of the state of play. They could have just added it on to say, hey, look, here it is. Now, if you don't know what PlayStation Plus is, it's kind of their answer to Game Pass. And they have different levels of tiers. So one gets you access to PS3 games, one gets you access to PS5 games, and one gets you access to everything, including their PS2, One, and PSP. You know, unfortunately, there's not an amazing array of games that have come out for the PS5 for the, for the first tier. It's like there are some good games, but most of it's like, meh. But with the PS3 tier, there's about 300 games to stream. Still not everything. And then you've only got about 38 games from the PS1, 2, and PSP. It's a bit meh. I know it's just starting, and I know this is their answer to Game Pass, but Game Pass is already, you know, off. That's That marathon's well ahead. You're right at the start line, PlayStation. You need to get a sprint on. Like, there is loads of potential to this. There is. Of course there is. But at the moment, you are lagging behind. And I'm kind of like, Microsoft will be laughing at you. Because they're like, well, we'll just, we've got Game Pass. Oh, your new game, Game Pass. Everything, Game Pass. Starfield, Game Pass. Well, you're like, Ugh. who knows what it's going to look like in a year, though. Give it more time. Get Sony, get their feet in, under the carpet, get it under the rug, and let's see what it's going to look like once it's all completed. Now, just get my breath. I'm just going to have a quick drink. I haven't got much water left. Oh, God. I've got about another sip, and that's about all I've got left. 
So when I mentioned earlier that you know all these companies came out and did their own shows, Capcom did their own show. So Capcom had just come off the back of State of Play and they wanted to do their own show to show what they've got coming forward and they, they actually announced quite a little bit. So first of all, they showed off the new Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC. It looks good. I, I never got into Monster Hunter. They showed off new areas. There were new monsters, one that came from previous games. And they, But they, what I thought was cool, they, the demo's out now. So if you want to play the new DLC, DL, I've never seen that a DLC demo, but if you want to play that, that is out now to download. And the game itself, the DLC patch is being announced on the 30th of this month. So about 10 days left. So that's not long, which is pretty good. So you're not waiting too long compared to other games. So that was good to see. They then announced um, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium. Yeah. Some old games that they used to play back in the day. Wasn't really that interested in, didn't even recognise any of the games, but some people will, um, so that might be up some people's avenue. Then they showed a bit more, and a real bit of gameplay of Exo Primal, the game which I thought was Dino Crisis when I first saw it, but no, 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 it's more like an Overwatch-esque sort of game. It looks chaotic, it looks like there's so much going on, and they showed off two new suits, two new exosuits, and that's kind of like the different characters. So they basically do different roles, like one's a bomber, one's a defender, one's a striker. Like, there's no way that the PlayStation 4 would handle this. It would just melt. It would just go, Bleh, kill me now, put me out of my misery, because there's so much going on the screen. You are going to need next-gen hardware to play this. But at the moment, they've not said when it's being released, but they have said a closed beta test is coming out soon. So if that's your sort of jam, you can go up for that. But the, the plot was quite funny. It's a guy, a big head, like Zordon sort of thing from Power Rangers, called Leviathan. And he summons you to kill the dinosaurs, but then releases the dinosaurs onto the world. So really, the solution to this is stop releasing the dinosaurs you stupid man now as again i don't really have notes i have paper see there's my paper there we go that's how good i saw this they didn't re-show the trailer of street fire 6 uh, nothing new nothing new had been announced since they announced today of play although there has been stuff that was announced in the microsoft yeah the microsoft one showed a little bit more Dragon's Dogma then came back now if you don't know it's the 10th anniversary of Dragon's Dogma bit of a sleeper rpg I never played it back in the day. I have it. I just, again, it, it just fell into the backlog. I got it for quite cheap, but I just never got around to it. Um, maybe one day I will. And they, the stupid thing, no fucking sense about this. They said we're doing an announcement in a few days. So it basically was an announcement of announcements. I was like, for fuck's sake, why bother? Don't just don't bother. They, what they did in, uh, a few days later, they actually came out and they talked. It was the developers talking about how they'd handled Dragon's Dogma. And they then announced right at the end they're making Dragon's Dogma 2, which I know a lot of people are going to be very happy about. But I kind of feel like, why not just announce it there? Or don't even say you're doing an announcement. Just just have an announcement. Don't do an announcement of announcements. That's just freaking pointless. But hey-ho, if you want to be on the show, you want to drive up some buzz, that's the way to do it. But then Capcom started coming to the end of their presentation. They started going into the good stuff, which was about Resident Evil. So first of all, they showed Resident Evil Village. And they showed a DLC package that's coming, and it's called Shadow of Rose. So this is a sequel, and a spoiler, quick spoiler, this is Ethan White's daughter. Ethan White? Ethan, no, Ethan Rose. I can't remember. What am I? Ethan. Ethan's daughter. Um, it looks like she's got her own game. Don't know how long that's going to be of this DLC. Um, and it doesn't look like it's about enemies. It looks like it's about she's in a house in the world and the world's trying to fuck her up. 
We'll wait and see what it's going to look like. Then they announced there's going to be more mercenary characters. So Chris Redfield's coming back into it. That Lady Dressesque, whatever her name is, the big vampire lady, the nine-foot bitch is coming into it. But they also said that there's going to be a patch where you can play Resident Evil Village in third person. And that's coming out in October, which I thought, that's great, because I love the third person over-the-shoulder view. Although I say that, I've not even finished seven yet. So I kind of need to get seven done first. But talking about 7, they actually then mentioned that Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 that all came out for the PS4 are getting a PS5 upgrade, and that version is free. I think a lot of companies are doing that now, which is fantastic. So I might start my Resident Evil file again, 7. I might just reinstall it just so I can play this again, uh, and I can play a Gen 5 version, because why wouldn't you do that? It's obviously the way forward. Now, this wasn't the final thing. It was actually showed just before this, but I thought we can mention this the final thing, is that Resident Evil 4 was shown off. They showed off the first trailer, and I thought, oh, not again, you know, don't do a Street Fighter 6. But they actually then showed, for a few brief seconds, the first bit of gameplay, and it was Leon walking through a forest up into that first house. And yes, it's in third person. Yes, it looks fantastic. It looks dark. It looks dank. It looks dreary. It looks amazing. It really looks like this is going to be one hell of a video game it's not coming out till next year holy shit that is going to be one to look forward to as a resident evil 4 for the ps2 was one of the best games ever in my opinion and this is looking like this is going to dethrone it as if they get it right but that wasn't all of the announcements no 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 it wasn't square enix decided We've got an announcement to make. Now, for those who don't know, Final Fantasy VII, as I keep battering on the show, is my favourite game of all time. And this week launches the 25th anniversary of that game, which makes me feel so old. It really does. I played it back in the... Well, I played it after some time, but still played it. And I'm freaking 35 now. Ugh. Jesus. But either way... They showed off this anniversary, and a lot of people were thinking, what are they going to show? First of all, they showed off some merchandise, which was like, yeah, cool, okay, I'm not going to be getting that, but some people will, fine, money for merchandise. Then they showed off footage of The First Soldier, which is their uh, mobile game. I'm not, don't, I just don't care for that. I've never played it. I haven't got a phone. I've got a Samsung 8, but I don't know if that can run it. I think you need, like, the highest spec phone to be able to play that. But then they started giving us the good stuff. So the first thing was Ever Crisis. Now, this is a mobile phone game, and it's kind of a remake of everything. So it looks like they're covering everything from Crisis Core. I think they're going to be coming before Crisis, which you've never played before. And then they'll just have, like, PS4, 5-looking fights. But most of the game is going to be you just traveling through like you did back in the day, going through scene to scene. People have wanted this. They've wanted, like, a rehash of all the games. Uh, I wish it wasn't just for phone. I wish it was for, you know, other platforms, maybe like the Switch. I think it would still sell, but from the moment at that point, it looks like it's just going to be mobile. Then we got some big news. Crisis Core is getting a remaster. Now, I've covered Crisis Core. I covered it with Keeks a few weeks ago. And it's like, wow, I think Square Enix are now listening into my shows because this is coming out. And yes, it's going to get a whole new remaster. It looks like it's coming out for winter this year. 
and brilliance i'm all for that i previously played this on a playstation portable had it as a really good time really enjoyed it are they going to add new content to it because i think a lot of the problems with this game is that whilst the story mode's really good some of the side missions can get really fucking tedious and i mean really fucking tedious and i do wonder are they going to put them in or are they going to change them um if you've not played the ps ps playstation portable you'll have to watch a review of it to see what i mean because some of them are so bad but there's nothing to say they're going to do that yet but we haven't got long six months and hopefully it'll be out until hopefully a game comes out it's not had the full ps5 it's not a whole remake it's a remaster but i think it's great because it's coming out for everything so people who have not experienced this previously can get to really know about zach fair and get to know about his backstory which is great and the reason why this is important is because right at the end, oh yes, they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, which they've called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I was so fucking excited that they showed this. They did not show much. They really didn't. What they showed, it looked like Cloud help walking towards Nibelheim or the mountains of Nibelheim with Sephiroth walking behind him. So it looks like they're going to be covering the Nibelheim incident. And then you just saw Zack and Cloud stumbling along. Look, if you've not played the 7 remake, the story is all over the place. I think they're trying to do something new. So it's adding new plot twists. But it's one of those, I'm not saying what's happened. But if you are going to be getting one and getting these, you've got to have to get into them quick because the story will get leaked very quickly. And it could be stay off social media until you finished it now they said it's going to be out next winter and by that i'm assuming 2023 which is quick because it really took so long for the final fantasy 7 remake to come out the fact this is coming out now fantastic now they've said they actually did come out and say this is going to be a three-part game so after rebirth it'll be something else so it'll be remake rebirth and it's, it can't be Reunion, because that's what they call Crisis Core. So it'll be interesting to see what letter R they're going to, to use to cover this. But that's going to be coming out next year. I'm just going to binge it. And I'm probably going to remake this, play the 7 remake just because I can, as I've got the PS5 patch. And I want to binge it and get ready and make sure I've done everything before this comes out. And that was the news. And there was a hell of a lot that needed to be covered. But I'm glad I did. And... Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to, there really is, and I think it's a good time for gamers. But now with that, we're going to play our Patreon-exclusive game, which is called Revive or Die. Now this is our little game that we've created, and this is where we look at things like such as franchises, characters video game decisions, anything, mascots that haven't been seen for a long time. And I asked the question, should they be revived or left to die? And because Pokemon Snap had not had a remake for so long, I wanted to look at other games that haven't had anything done to them for so long. And really, should they come back? And this week, we're looking at Golden Sun and the Golden Sun franchise just in general. Should it come back as a remake? Should it come back as a remaster? Should it just come back as anything at all? Now, these games had been... They're quite old now, but there was a lot of push to get the main character from Golden Sun 1, Isaac. He was being referenced he should be in Smash Brothers. He did get in as a support character. 
He did come in as a trophy character. He did manage to pop his head in, but he didn't pop as an actual character. I don't think he even got a skin. But I asked everyone, should you make, should you revive the Golden Fran Sun franchise or not? Now, I did get some responses to this. I'm going to read them out. Slow Speedrun, artist on the show, he said, I'll always root for Golden Sun Revival. Golden Sun is easily in my top three RPGs. One and two were amazing, but the DS was mediocre at best. Any modern revival is welcome in my eyes. A trilogy port, series remake, series continuation, I don't care which. I I, I don't care which. That, that's how I should read that, sorry. I just say yes to anything a series brings the attention to the series. Yep, solid point. I, Yeah, trilogy port, series remake, anything. He, he just wants anything. Give this man what he wants. He doesn't care. Just give it a little saucer of milk and he'll, he'll, he'll lick it up. He will run on like a cat. He will drink it all. And finally, Chris Copeland says, totally revive and bring back Sonic Team Camelot to do it. Agreed. They did a good job with Golden Sun 1, Golden Sun 2. Can't see anything wrong with this. And I agree with both of them. I agree this should be revived. 100%. Golden Sun is an RPG which I am slogging for, and it can be a slog. But the thing is, they actually tried something different. They took the Game Boy Advance to its limits. And they tried, even though it was an RPG, they tried so many different elements to make it interesting and fun. I'm with it. Give it another go. I'm surprised there isn't room for someone to make this RPG because it will sell. It's, it's definitely it's a sleeper. It's a hit classic for a lot of people. I can't understand why it hasn't been remade since the DS. We've not seen anything. So yes, I am fully with that to be reborn. Now, I'll just go into what I've been playing and what I've been up to before we go into this. So, as I said at the beginning, and the news, well, right at the beginning, I've been playing the Turtles game, uh, New Shredder's Revenge. I got it day one. I am having such a blast with it. I really am. Um, I can't wait to play it more. I can't wait to play six-player mode because it just looks absolutely chaos. Well done, Demetsu. You have done absolute God's work. That's what you freaking done. God's work. Now, I do want to play the Final Fantasy VII Remake again on the PS5, but then I realized the PS4 disc, which I need to do the 1% to install on my PS5, is in my PS4. And my PS4 is broken. Well, not the PS4 broken. The control's broken. I'm like, fuck. So I'm going to have to pick up a PS4 from somewhere. I'm going to have to work out who's got a PS4. I can just borrow one. I could borrow one from my mate Nick. I think he's got one. I just might be shit rounds his. I'm like, fuck. I want to play it, but the game's in the fucking console and your fucking PS4 control. Oh, it's fucking annoying. As for me personally, well, I think I'm nearly enough on the mend now. I'm nearly 100% with my throat. It's still a little bit... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my football team lost its first game yesterday. The run ended, so that's seven games in a row. We won, and unfortunately we lost yesterday. And um, we're still joint top of the league. It's just goal difference now. Um, but no, you, look, you've got it. We've got plenty of time. We're not even halfway through the season yet. There's still ten games to go before the finals in Australia. But no, we're all good. Um, Hiccups is doing well. Um, she's doing really well. The Queen's doing well. We're all doing well in this household. No complaints. My father-in-law goes back home next week. He's had a great time. And uh, no doubt my mother-in-law will be probably back over in a few moments as well. Oof, awesome. But that's that. Let's get into the main part of the show. I said it'd be about half an hour, and I was actually right. I called that completely right this time. Oh, actually, I should say, before we go into Pokemon Snap for the N64, I keep saying and make jokes that I think the big video game companies listen into my show, and I really do think this is the case because... I got a message from Mr. R9Beat. He messaged me the other day and he said, have you seen the news? And I said, what? Nintendo, you bastards, are re-releasing 
Pokemon Snap for the Virtual Console, for the N64 Virtual Console. That is coming out on the 24th. So it's coming out in four days' time. And it's like, you bastards, you must have been listening. You must have seen my announcement on Wednesday that I was releasing this game. And hey-ho, you're like, oh, shit. If, if Retro Wars are covering this game, we better put it on. Or maybe it's R9. Maybe he, R9 Beats is the one that's got this over the line. Either way, it's coming out. So this is actually timed brilliantly, fantastically for this. But look, let's get you go listen to this first. Listen to this first. Then go, if that's got you scratching itch, then go download the game. Timing's absolutely incredible. But let's get into the game. Let's get into it. We all play Pokemon Snap. And as I said, I play Pokemon Snap. It was a good part of my childhood. I spent the full hours to complete this game. I did it 100% because I wanted to please Professor Oak. Because I, everything I do in my life is to please Professor Oak. I take the perfect photos. I get the best Pokemon just to make sure he is happy. But I am joined by Mr. R9 Beats. And I have to say... Th- Sorry to him for, for me ballsing up. As I said, we had to record this twice, and I really do appreciate that. And you could probably tell a little bit that this happened, and there's quite a lot of jokes, the fact that I did that. But that's seeing when you're learning to do podcasting, these mistakes happen. So thank you, Mr. R9 Beats, and thank you for everyone else being here just to witness the stupidity. And as always, let's get into this game. I'm just going to turn some music on. And when we come back, me and Mr. R9 Beats are going to be talking about Pokemon Snap that came out in Europe on the September the 15th in 2000. Fuck me, I'm old. There we go. I hit it. I hit it. Yeah, I got the notification. Now, I, 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 I'm I, just going to start this off the bat. And uh, we did 24 minutes of this, and I fucked up because I forgot to press record. Very professional thing you got going on here. Oh, yeah. by the way, I'm R9 Beats. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh no this is you know you know these things are going to happen eventually and it has and i apologize my friend i really do i'm so sorry it's okay it's just two grown men talking about pokemon and then you just forget to do your job sometimes you know (laughs) i mean yeah i've just literally completely forgotten to do my job and ballsed up so i do apologize and so basically we would (laughs) we were talking about um, Pokemon Snap. Yes, Pokemon Snap is a really good game. It's weird. <laughs> Have I ever talked to you about this game before? I, I don't think we've ever spoke about this game. I don't think we've laughed it's, as it's hard as we've laughed. It's a pretty good one. It's, it's a, a pretty, pretty good, good one. one. I don't think we've laughed as hard as we have for a while. I don't think that ever happened. <laughs> don't think <laughs> that's happened. That. So what gonna... is Pokemon Snap? I have no idea. I, well, Pokemon Snap is a rail shooter, if you didn't know. A photography rail shooter game. No way. What, what, I wonder why they chose Pokemon for that rail shooter. Well, <laughs> we could do this the whole thing. Yeah, we? I'm not going to do this the whole time. All right. <laughs> so we're going to have to rehash. This is my fault. Again, we're still learning how to podcast and I ballsed up. So he, ca- he can't get me. You know, R9 lives in Canada. So there's nothing he can do. Although he can't just hang up, which would be like, oh, shit, that would be good. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Pokemon Snap. Now, we basically said, I, I I only did a bit of research for this game, and you figured that you actually knew this, that it was meant to be a photography no. game. 
I, you know, you know, Pokemon Snap is actually my middle name, actually. Is it? I am Pokemon Snap. You are Pokemon Snap. I am Pokemon Snap. I own the Snap machine. <laughs> I, you, I, I actually own the Snap machine. You know what? We, we, to say we've got something fresh, we didn't talk about this in our first... It was our first re-go, let's say our draft session. Did you, did you ever see that um, photo machine? No, I've never seen it other than in my house. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, audience? He thinks I'm joking, but I actually own this machine right here. It's behind you? me right now. You actually got yeah. one. Yes, I own it. How so let me give that? you let me let me give you some background knowledge on this if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. So Pokemon Snap for the N64, you know, that came back out in the, the 1999 time, maybe 2000. Yes. Like not not too not too sure. You know, I was just a young child. But um, so basically it's a it's a game about po- taking pictures about Pokemon in an open world environment. Sort of not open world, but you know. You get to see an open world. And the main draw of the game is taking pictures of Pokemon. So what's the way to get people to buy this game? Oh, by having a station where you can print said photos. And that's what I have behind me right now. You can't see it because it's audio only, but, you know, it's, it's there. It's there. <laughs> How much did that cost you? You know, I, want to, I don't want to disclose that information, but let's just say uh, over $1,000. You know, Ouch. Uh, Canadian pennies, you know. Loonies, so you, as we call them. Have you just bought that just for like nostalgia? Um, yes, or... uh, like Pokemon Snap is like one of the main games I had growing up. It's one of the, you know, one of my favorite games of all time. And I saw it one day. It was just at a local game store, like a secondhand, like retro video game store. And it was in the window and it's, it looked like it needs some love. So I went in one day and I said, how much? Take that bad boy off your hands. Slap money on the table. Here it is. That's amazing. Does it still work? It kind of does because all it was is it's a TV inside with a printer and an N64. It, so it, it can not not work. You know, you just you just put it on the TV and it does it. But mine doesn't print the photos, so it's questionable if you want to say whether or not it works. <laughs> Did it come with an N64? Yes, it came with the N64, the original television, and then I actually went out and got the printer, but I don't have the cord that like communicates the game to the printer. Well, so. You made you made your money back just getting the N64 these days because every fucker thinks it's worth like two thousand, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's a good thing I have seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> You've got seven N64s. Yes, they were only like $30 at the time. And you know, it's my favorite console of all time. And that's why we're here talking about Pokemon Pokemon Snap. Snap. Because I am Pokemon Snap. I told this man. You're true. Now, for those who don't know, this originally was meant to be a photography game, which I didn't know. But you did. You obviously, being Pokemon Snap, you knew this completely. Yes, yeah, it was in my conception. They told me when I was being born. They're like, you're going to be a Jack and the Beanstalk game. And I said, no, no, no. Pokemon it is. And that's what happened. That that would have been so shit if it actually come out a Jack and the Beanstalk game. But thankfully, Daddy Miyamoto, if you guys don't know, Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario Zelda, he, he decided, you guys got a good game here, but uh, we want to see it sell. So uh, they put these Pokemon things in it. And it was the best, the best decision because they made this something incredible like both of us i know you are pokemon snap but i love this game growing up as a kid i loved it i thought it was brilliant yeah and it uh, we said this before i'll I'll reiterate this because it's very important but it's one of the very first pokemon games that actually capture what pokemon was on the anime and the anime if you guys didn't know at the time may have been bigger than the fucking games at this point in 1999 
the oh game, yeah it would have been 100 the show was huge the movie everything so this being the first game that captured that really made pokemon fans pokemon game fans if you, if you understand what i'm saying you know i'm kind of a genius <laughs> you are you are a genius and i'm not a genius because i can't hit the pause button i put hitting that run nice little button that says fucking record but the thing is with this game is like yeah you got to see pokemon in the wild that you've never seen previously you got to see them do shit which what i think everyone has wanted since day one but we've we earlier compared this to the main games like because in pokemon blue uh, but red you just got literally shit sprites and that's all you had that that was it and they looked yep. terrible like charizard looked terrible you look goofy the only sprites that looked good was freaking nido king every other shite every other one looked shit geodude looked shit pidgey looked like it was having a hemorrhoid <laughs> they all look fucking terrible I, you know what you can't mess up my boy bulbasaur he looked great Bulbasaur looked okay. Oh, Venusaur looked actually godlike. Ivasaur oh, didn't yeah. look Nobody likes good. Venusaur even when he looks good. So never mind when he looks bad. You know, it's just, it's, it's just bad all around. But Blastoise looked terrible. And it looked like it was like tiny little arms. Like, what the fuck's wrong with it? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, T Rex. It was yeah, T Rex arms. <laughs> but then we get to Pokemon Snap and you get to see Pokemon what we want, what they look like. And this is the thing. Like, we've been saying that, you know, even in the modern games, the Sword and Shield, People have wanted to see Pokemon in their real life habitat, but there was no way I don't think you could do that in those games because I think the cartridge would blow up. I just don't think it yeah. would be able to process it. And I think it's 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 a it's a good it's good to mention that there was only 151 Pokemon at the time, and we don't even see nearly close to 151 Pokemon in Pokemon Snap. So 60, that just 60, gives 63. Yeah. yeah. So that gives you an idea of why they're so animated because they had to cut corners and cut Pokemon, so they had to make the Pokemon that they had in the game, you know, feel real because you are taking pictures of these, and that's it. Like that's the full version of the game. Yeah, I think could they have done 151? Well, they probably need double the levels. The only yeah, way they're in, doing that in early betas, there was more Pokemon that got cut, like Ekans and sort of, sort of like Sandshrew. No, Sandshrew hadn't made the end game, but so there was Pokemon that got cut. So I don't think 151 were in the original, but there was some Pokemon that got cut. And, you know, this, we were saying this is not a long game. In theory, it's not a long game because only six levels plus one special. But the charm in this is that you had to, without a guidebook, you had to replay this fucker a lot. Yeah. You, you, you're, you just kind of like get numb to it. Like you, uh, you're just so engrossed in seeing what picture you can get or what picture you missed on your last run or what happens when I throw an apple at this or what happens when I throw a pester ball at this that you kind of get lost and then you actually kind of like find out some of these secrets like almost by accident or completely on accident. Yeah, that's the thing you do. And you find out so much because you basically, when you see so much, because like even in like the first level, you've got a, a Doduo, a Pidgey, a Pikachu, a Lapras, a Kangaskhan, all in like the first like 30 seconds. It's like, that's amazing. And you can't do anything. The first time you ever play these games, you have no items. So you see this Doug True that just blaze past you. You get the crappiest photo you can ever possibly get because you're panicking. And then the second <laughs> time you play this level, you can throw a goddamn apple at it and it stops in its tracks and you can get a great picture of it. And then it just keeps progressively getting better and you take the best pictures ever. And then you got the Mona Lisa. You, you exactly you imagine imagine right if people you could actually do like a Peter Parker with your machine and send it to the oh. press. <laughs> yeah, print, not, print, 
print off my Mew picture. Put it in the paper now. Give me fucking money. Local 10-year-old kid finds God of all Pokemon floating in a bubble in space. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. That's just opened up a big thing because, oh, we've got to do our rants again. Now, in the final level, right? So that's the special level. And the only way you get to that special level is finding six silhouettes of Pokemon, which how the fuck did you know they were there until you just randomly came across it? Well, he does tell you, so if you can read, I know I can't read personally either. I can't read. I can't read, but he does tell you like, hey, like you you, you may have uh, encountered all of the levels. You might take some pictures of signs. They call them signs because they're not as ob- obvious. Like some like you have to you have to line up like a shadow to take a picture of like a pincer. It's yes. just like a shadow of a pincer in one of the levels. So they get really creative with them. Well, there's a, there's a Doug Trio is one of them, and that's just like in the mountain. But then there's a, a Kingler. Kingler. Yeah, Kingler is really cool too. And you've got a lot. It's like rocks, but it lines up. So you, you have to, from one angle, it just looks like rocks. But then when you look from another perspective, it's Kingler. I was like, that's clever. Yeah, and you know you're taking pictures of like something because the, the Pokeball like lights up when you have something centered in the frame. Yes, so you know does. you're taking a picture of something, but it just gives you question marks. So you don't know what the hell you took a picture of until the end of the run. Exactly. And then eventually goes, oh, that's a magic sign. And then you get your six things and then you go into space, which, again, they don't really explain how the fuck we've managed to get into space. But hey, ho, let's just go with it. It's with you the know, zero, 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 one. The zero, 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 one. Todd Snap is in space and you get the chance to photograph Mew. Yes. And this this is a this is kind of like, you know, not the greatest thing. Like Mew was very big at the time. Like uh, I don't know, I think you guys realize how like almost like spoken legend this thing was. Like it's not really in Pokemon games until this one being yeah. front and center as the final boss, so to speak. So it was a pretty big deal just encountering it. So I don't think they went too crazy with the actual like level design so to speak you kind of no, just going straight <laughs> they, they just looked at all right the mario kart there's fuck all in that for rainbow road that'll do we'll just we'll just copy and paste some of that that'll be fine Yeah, rainbow road that you can't fall off the sides of you can't you can't complain about that can we exactly no what well, can you <laughs> what would you fall off the sides into like more more space and how the fuck <laughs> yeah. have they got a rail up there like how's that happened although how's it how's a fucking track in rainbow road there's there's so many questions that need to be asked here but yeah. The thing is, right, so with this Mew, you're basically going along, he's coming back, but he's got a bubble around him, which stops yes. you taking photos of him. Yeah, so basically, like, when you go to take a picture of it, he's in a bubble, and then this bubble, I guess, just has p- perfect lighting that it will always reflect your flashback at you. So you never get a picture of him as long as he's in this bubble, which we have no idea what this hell this bubble is, but we're just going to be okay with that. So as long as he's in the bubble, you can't take a picture of him. So you got to hit the motherfucker with anything you got and everything you got to knock them out of the bubble and then take a picture of them. And then you only have like one opportunity to take a picture of them every time you knock them out of the bubble. And that's it. And you've got to get the perfect photo. And you actually said something quite good because I was going to go on a full-on rant about this and said, you know, <laughs> he has, he's in a bubble that reflects light and reflects the flash. I was like, how did his fucking DNA fucking produce a bubble? <laughs> oh, I better be, I need this this little, you know, how to survive in life. I'll produce and evolve to the point where well, I need he's a bubble. The first, he's like the first genetic Pokemon ever. So yeah. you know what? He, yeah. he had to evolve because he can evolve. You know what I mean? He so to- he had, He's yeah, been around longer than we can even imagine. You know, yeah, but he's, cameras he's, he's fucking weren't. Cameras fucking yeah. were. They didn't. He evolved. 
The second the camera was evolved, he's like, he, they came to be. He said, you know what? I don't want to get captured by that. So he made the bubble. <laughs> exactly. It's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. And the biggest bullshit, right? The biggest bullshit. And this is going to lead to a good old segue we talked about earlier. Is you take your photo, right? Of fucking you, by the way. The god of rarest Pokemon, right? And I know it's fucking Arceus. Don't start fucking going. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I know, I know some people will be on their radio going, it's fucking, Ar- I fucking know. Right. He's just, he's, if, if, if Arceus is God, then the Mew is just Jesus. Yeah. So we, that's how it is. Right. It's Jesus. For those in the car, it's fucking Jesus. Okay. <laughs> right. You take your photo of Jesus. Okay. And then you go to Professor Oak, who goes, oh, basically, that was a bit shit. That's oh, you got a, a picture of photo. Jesus. Too exactly. bad you didn't get it centered. Exactly. Too bad you didn't get it centered. Too bad you weren't two feet away from Jesus. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Professor Oak. I've just taken a photo of Jesus and you want it fucking center. Fuck off. I took the only picture that ever existed of Jesus. May have, may, may, if you don't believe in Jesus, maybe it's, maybe it's uh, you know, Bigfoot. I got the only picture in the whole world. You know, it's too bad you weren't close enough. You know, it's yeah. just terrible. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Oak. And we're going into this, right? Because we did. And it was hilarious. And we're going to say exactly the same things because it was good. Right. Oak is the one who sends you out into the wild. It's anime Oak. He's the main character. And he basically says, go out in the wild because I don't have any photos of Pokemon for some reason, like I don't have a Pokedex. And he says, go and do it. I was like, you're putting a child out in the field. The fuck? He wants you, he wants you to run the very first Pokemon OnlyFans and he needs pictures of those feet. <laughs> so yeah, you will go take the pictures of the Pokemon for him. Imagine that. Imagine you play Pokemon <laughs> Snap now. No, we don't we don't want their head in. We just want their body in. Just that's all. <laughs> <laughs> this specific is every every mission's a different thing. He's like, you know what? We need a we need a backside shot. We need a picture of the tail. Get a picture of the tail for us. You can come back and get some food. Today, gotta get a picture of a tail, or else you can't eat. You can't sleep here. <laughs> the thing is though, as I said, he's a sick bastard because he's out making it and you do this. As he's and I said this earlier, and I stand by my guns, like like we does with um, Red. He's basically fucking your mom. That's what he's doing. And then I said back back in the the, the past time, I said, you know what? Maybe he's got his own camera. He does. You know? Yeah, maybe he does. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, Let us judge the photos he's taken. Says, see, see, that's where I draw a line. I don't want to see none of those pictures. I do. I say, <laughs> oh, nah, that's a nice centering of my mother. That's a nice pose, <laughs> mum. You were close. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, he would take the best picture ever, and I'll just be like, you know, it's all right. It's not Jesus. It's not, it's Jesus. not the picture of Jesus that I got. But you know what? I give it a five out of a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just stick that in the photo album show the kids one day so look here's a picture of professor oak banging your grandma i didn't think it was a good photo <laughs> gave him a five out of a thousand on this one kids do you want to see the i thought th- it was actually a 999 but i'm not going to tell him that do you want to see the a thousand picture here it is <laughs> super far away shit <laughs> i thought that was on the i thought that you said that was a mona lisa on the wall no, it's your grandma getting spoked on <laughs> oh, okay you know that's enough for me <laughs> <laughs> this- oh grandpa you, you're starting to lose it you know let's go back outside <laughs> No, we also joked about, and it's true, you know, Professor Oak sends you out into the wild and he sends you out on the zero, 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 triple zero one, basically. It might have just been zero one. It might have been triple zero. Who knows? It's it's, it's something zero one. That's all. And he basically sends you out. And as we compared to, 
It's basically Jurassic Park. That's what this yes. is. Yes, yeah, Jurassic Park, but it, the, the Jeep is circle and has no doors or windows. And it has no, exactly. And the thing is, yes, it's nice to see Pokemon such as Doduo, Pikachu, the basic ones, which are nice because they're herbivores. They ain't going to do shit to you. However, later on, you see Charizards, Gyaradoses, things that would fucking eat you. You get to see Charizard Dynamax before Dynamax was even a thing. We have no idea why this Charizard's so big. He's goddamn massive. You don't even see the bottom of him. He's so big. No, you get it. There's a Charizard in the volcano level, and you throw a Charmeleon in, it somehow survives, becomes a Charizard. It's fucking huge. <laughs> and uh, you have no idea if the Charmeleon is going to survive the first time you throw it in the lava. So, you know, this 10-year-old kid, he's a little, he's a little satanic, you know, he's, he's a little yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah, basically, because I was saying about how you can interact with people, how you interact with Pokemon. You can throw a Pokeball, or throw, sorry, throw an apple at this Charmeleon's head into the lava, which is a bit harsh, to be honest. Like, poor Charmeleon, yeah. didn't ask for that. And then he's just walking around his day, and he's like, oh, this is a lovely day. I'm going to have a nice view. Oh, no, some twats has hit me with an apple into the lava. I better evolve. And he just roars at you. When in reality, he'd probably try and eat you and kill you. <laughs> yeah, you just tried to kill this thing, and it evolved. You know, the first thing it's probably going to do, try to fucking kill you. Yeah, it's not going to just be like, pose for the picture. <laughs> you know, I just tried to murder you. Pose for the picture. Yeah, yeah, get you a little bit of flames. Oh, is that at me? Oh, that's fine. It's a good picture. I'll take a good... It's fine. It's not as good as Jesus, but, you know, Professor Oak gave it a three. So, you know, it's okay. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get this perfect picture. And the, the thing is, right, because you've got to replay the level, essentially, you're f- attempting to kill multiple Charmeleons. And sometimes be- you're playing this level because you missed one Pokemon. So you're like... Eventually, you get, like, a, a speed up. But uh, most of the time, you're playing like these 20, 30 minute levels of just going straight or kind of straight. And uh, you're just waiting for one moment, one opportunity. And if you let it slip, it's not eight mile. You can't, you you can't, that's it. You can do it again. It's (laughs) that JLS song, which you would have never heard in Canada. You've only got one shot. You've only got one shot. Although, actually, no, you don't. You have multiple. Professor (laughs) Oakley judges you on the one shot. You have 60 shots per run. You know, you, you, you do run out of film. If you guys don't know, there was such thing as film back then. And uh, you could run out of it. Yeah. And just delete you, photos. And if you did, you, you fucked. Yeah, you can't just delete. Oh, but, uh, you know, those 26 um, <laughs> selfies I got. No, they're shit. Um, but here, yeah, you've, you basically you got to be. It depends how you want to go about it, because if you're just you, you can't get through the whole level and go snap happy because you run out. But then if they say you're missing the surfing Pikachu, for example, you'll spend like 30 photos just in clicking as much as you can just to get the, the right one. Yeah, let's talk. We, we, I don't think we even mentioned because we did last time about some of the, you know, special Pokemon like in like encounters that like get this special like grade on your on your uh, picture when you get when you get these special moments to happen. So like you mentioned, the the surfing Pikachu is one. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there's also playing the Pokemon fleet, Pokemon flute for Pikachu makes him do a thunderbolt, which yeah. you can later, which you can later get Zapdos this way. We'll probably come back to that when we talk about the legendary Pokemon. But then he even rides a balloon, and you can pop his balloon and make him fall off the balloon. That's so, like where's he getting a balloon from? Where's the twat getting a balloon from? Like bullshit. They had to get from the Pokemon card. I know from the Pokemon Fine card. Pikachu. I don't. Pikachu can't pop balloons on himself. The, the guy's got no fucking thumbs. 
Like, honestly, you look at Pikachu's hand. How is he doing that, right? And then you look at Raichu. Raichu has no fingers. Well, think about it. Who's the bad guy in this game? Professor Oak. So he probably tied the balloons on the Pikachu. Let him go. Do you know what, right? No, no, there was another point, right? I had this in my notes, right? So in the first level, the first level, you know, the Dodua bounces along the track, right? Yeah, the first level called Beach. Beach. You know, very, 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 uh, very, very good name on that one. But very, yeah, go ahead. It was struggling, right? You can throw a pester ball. So basically, it's an item that pisses off Pokemon. You throw a pester ball at the Doduo and it knocks it out, right? Yeah. And then it basically it's KO'd the, the X, or it could be dead. I don't know. It's got the X on it. <laughs> it gets and, back up. You know, it has to get off the tracks to be killed on the tracks. Oh, that's who you killed on the tracks, right? You take a photo of it, and then Professor Oak goes, Ooh, this one's knocked out. Like, you sick fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he gets a thrill out of that. You murdered this thing. Good job. Don't really care. Gonna give it two, but you, you at least you killed it. You got the special. That's the Doduo special pose being KO'd. But you, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you play that game. That's how you get maximum points from the Doduo photo. Is knocking out the bugger. Yeah, and Meowth is like watching him get hit by a hurricane and a tornado created by two giant birds. You know, yeah. it's a bit, every single secret shot in this game is actually kind of like morbid if you think about it. Like, I like the buzz. I don't think it's the secret one, but like, you basically just want this guy to blow up. That, that's one of the main things the game wants you to blow up and elect the buzz with the giant electrode. Yeah, it gets, just, it gets pretty bad. Like, how's that surviving? How is an electro buzz? So I often think that when electro when electrode uses explosion, how does any Pokemon survive it? How does anything? These are how does he survive it? He's a fucking singed after. He's black. He's yeah, charcoal. Exactly. Like, He's surely, something like Pikachu at the end of the Pokemon movie. Yeah, surely it's like <laughs> internal internal bleeding is like, you know, I know he's got, like how the, there's so many questions we need to ask about Electrode. Like how the fuck does that work? Like I just don't know. But yeah, it's singed. So does it mean it's burnt? Does it mean, what's it mean? Bullshit. Just me, you know what it means? You get a good picture. That's what it means. It's <laughs> all matters. That's what the game's about. Who cares what happens to who cares what happens to the wildlife? They come back. You just play the level again. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Get all right. They'll picture, be fine. Kids. <laughs> They'll be fine. Just play it and you'll be all good. But this is the thing, yeah. You have to replay it multiple times because as you said, yeah, you want to try and figure out what's going on. You get the poker flute, so you've got to try and figure out what's going on. Like there's a Snorlax, you've got to try and get it to dance. And that's the yeah, picture. Yeah. The first time you encounter a Snorlax, you can't do anything to it. So you're taking a picture of it. And it's like, we can't even rate this picture. We don't even know what the heck this is. Or maybe it is, but it's like terrible rating. I don't remember. But then the second time you see it, you got an apple. You hit it with the apple. He pops up for like half a second, just his head and scratches his belly. And you get a picture and it says, you finally got Snorlax. And then you come back like, you know, a couple hours later, you know, a couple days later. And this thing's dancing for you when you're playing the right flute. <laughs> which is which is brilliant and again it's you know this is how a very short game in theory can become a very long game if you want it to be yeah you, yeah you could you could, well I, I have you know because i am pokemon snap you could beat this game in like an hour you know one sitting you know maybe yeah. two hours three hours if you want to just do the bare minimum to get go to space take a picture of jesus get it get, get it you know com- completely com- eviscerated when you go to rate it but then you beat the game so you know who cares what you rated it you could do that in like one or two hours but to completely do everything in this game it's gonna take you a couple of days it's gonna take you a while because the rating score in this that there's a high score each level has but to get high scores you need good photos and essentially they need to be professor oak grades and after he's you know been with you more he comes back and goes shit but i'm meant to be actually taking photos here 
And he looks at these photos and goes, oh, what's the centering like? What's the positioning? Is What's the pose like? What's the size of the Pokemon? What's it doing? Are there any other Pokemon? There's so many different vari- variables to get the best score. Yeah. And in some of these like perfect photos, you're going to have like three or four Pikachus on tree stumps doing Thunderbolts. And you, you get an extra bonus for having the Pikachus on Thunderbolts. And then you're getting super close. And then you're having them doing a special thing. But and then you take a picture of them in balloon. What one Pikachu in a balloon floating in the sky, and you get twenty thousand bajillion more points. No fucking reason. Best Rope just said, "You know what? I like balloons. Those ones. That that one's perfect, right there. You just keep that one." That's because he set it up. That's why he gives you all these points. Because that little fucker. He said, "Oh, you found the balloon. I don't know who did that. Oh, I must give it loads of points." <laughs> oh, shite, right. oh yeah it's speaking of the balloons you can actually like pop the balloons and then pikachu gets carried off by like a zubat or something i think it's a zubat yeah he like gets caught by the zubat because you know you were again you were gonna murder a pokemon and the game's like oh crap like uh we kind of set that up so that it was the pokemon was gonna die so uh, let's uh let's have it like get saved by a zubat see, and then you see it flying off in the zubat this goes back to the anime at this point right so do you remember in the anime intro Again, if you've not seen it, go watch the first season. The, uh, of the Pidgeotto in- carrying. No, no, no. It's the it's the Zubat carrying the oh. Squirtle. Oh yeah, there's yeah right yeah. How it's got a fucking arms. It's it's using sonars. Duh. No, that's yes. not how sonar works. Yeah, it it does in Pokemon. It just well glue. It basically it works as an adhesive. Yeah, you're going to tell me that's more far-fetched than maybe even far-fetched or you know, a singed Pokeball? You know, you know, he survives. He's singed. Oh, no, no. Sonar being sticky? No, you can't have that. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no, no. Uh, there has to be some sense of realism in this game or it will just fall apart. <laughs> I will not have science be dictated by you, sir. We should talk about the levels because uh, even last time we didn't wait Wait, no, we did, we did talk about the levels. There were six so, levels, including... The so we've talked one. a fair bit about the beach. Yes. We talked a little bit about the tunnel, you know, with the electrodes and um, the electabuzzes exploding and everything like that. Yeah. But you actually get to see a little uh, paranormal activity here by taking a picture of a ghost. And you, you don't even know what the hell you're taking a picture of because it's just a floating orb. And the cool thing they did about this is you get to see what the hell that orb was. At the end of your run, you find out, God damn, that was a ghost. Spooky ghost. (laughs) Shout out to anyone who gets that reference. If anyone gets that reference, well done. So then we have the tunnel. We have the volcano, which we haven't even spoke about at all, which basically shows you that, hey, legendary Pokemon are in this game and you have no choice whether or not you want to encounter this one because it's right there on the fucking tracks and you can't even progress this level at all unless you hit the egg into the lava and spawn Moltres. See, there's the thing. Yeah, that's cool because you've got Moltres, Articuno, and Zapdos are all in this game. Now, Moltres is on the tracks, okay? This is a legendary Pokemon. Did they not, when they were putting the tracks down, go, hmm, there's something here. We Let's just build around it. <laughs> no, you, no one's going to have this an issue. You see, and you know, first of all, this game goes against everything you know about Pokemon because... Legendary Pokemon could come out of eggs now, according to Pokemon Snap, you know, it's rewriting the rules. So what I'm assuming is these tracks are already here. And then Mama Moltres is flying over the tracks. 
he just drops the egg because it's he just drops the egg right in the middle you know it, it, it knows this kid's durable it knows this kid's durable it's a legendary pokemon in there it just drops them right there on the tracks just you gotta do some... yeah. <laughs> but it is true you get to you get to hatch all three of them which is really cool because again it adds to that sense of you know wow it's a legendary pokemon mewtwo's not in the game but it doesn't have to be um, it kind of is he's a sign you know, there's a sign of them. He is a sign. He is a sign, true. But the, th- the fact you got to see these legendary birds, it was cool. It was great, again, because in the main games, they're just standing there stationary doing fuck all. So to see them like flying away, it has that majestic feel. And you, for those, you can even make Pokemon kill each other. You get the two Magmars, you know, make them fight over an apple and they flamethrower each other. And Oh, they do? Yeah. Yeah. You can make you Pokemon also- evolve. Yeah, you can even uh, throw a few apples in some lava geysers and have some Growlithe pop out, or even an Arcanine. You could so in this game you can evolve uh, a Magikarp into a Gyarados. You can evolve a Charmeleon oh, yeah. into a Charizard. Magnemite into Magneton. You can evolve yeah. a Primer into a Muk. There's not. I think every single evolution in this game is like more, like the, some of the most memorable parts of this game. Well, especially, you know, Charizard, you know, Gyarados, because it's a super long mission to get Gyarados to even begin yeah. with. We'll talk about that after. But uh, Magneton, you have to, you basically have to make them evolve, take a picture of them, because they're yes. else they'll just be all staticky and do all this crazy stuff, and you can't take a picture of them. But yeah, the, the, every single evolution in this game is pretty crazy, except for Muck. You know, that was kind of dumb. And that's like, how the <laughs> hell are you meant to know? Throws loads of pestivores at it, and then it suddenly evolves. Like, how are you meant to know that? I, I never knew that because when I went back and played it, like much many years later, I realized I'd never even got a picture of Muck. I didn't even know he was in the game. So then, uh, that's the only time I found out how about it. And that's the thing: if you had a guidebook, you you could fly through this very quickly. Well, apart from trying to get the perfect photo. But, yeah, but if you had a guidebook for a game all about discovery. Exactly. Are you really are you really playing a game? Are or are you really, playing a guide? Exactly. Are you yeah, exactly. You're just playing a guidebook. And the whole thing about this is to go explore, go have fun. No. It's all about taking a picture of Jesus. I think you uh, got this. <laughs> you gotta check your notes on that again. So yeah, that's what about so. Yeah. Basically, this is about seeing <laughs> Jesus. Jesus will heal you. So then we have the river, which we haven't even talked about at all, which is kind of like a lazy river through the tropical rainforests where you get to see one of the coolest evolutions and the first time ever seeing how this Pokemon evolves in general with Slowpoke. Yes. Oh, I love love old Slowpoke with the good old, um, with the Shelders. Yeah, you, you throw some apples, you know, good old apples. Every single Pokemon likes apples, by the way. I have no idea how Professor Oak knew this. Why he has so many goddamn apples? That's an but, interesting point. Yeah, <laughs> you have an unlimited amount of apples. So when you go to the Pokemon World, you you throw some apples. You 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 lead Slowpoke to a little uh, fishing spot. He throws us he throws his tail in to fish, catches a shelter. Slowpoke just right there, huge boy right there, largest boy. You just created life. <laughs> yep. Although that's the thing is basically they're now two become one. And I, I never knew actually until later Pokedex entries, if that, if the um, shelter, while the big thing was to fall off its tail, they both devolve. Yeah, there was like, there was a thing before I remember seeing that they were planning on making that Pokemon like a Pokemon. Like, so it's kind of like in between Cloyster and Shelter really, because he's not like fully a Cloyster, but he's not like fully a Shelter. 
So they were thinking about making that like its own Pokemon, but I guess they're like, no, it's much cooler if he only comes to be if he bites someone. So again, this is science. Science works in (laughs) mysterious ways. How the fuck? But sonar can't be sticky though. (laughs) Sonar refuses to be sticky. You said about like the Gyarados adventure. Like what was Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, Yeah, you explain the Gyarados adventure because this is where a lot fresher in your mind. Okay, so Gyarados Adventure, you know, you kind of figure this out on your own, but like you slowly realize like this is going to take a lot of tries. So first off, every time you throw up either a pester ball or an apple into the water, uh, a magic card will come out, but there it's not guaranteed. There's like a certain amount of percent chance that a, gar- a magic card will pop out. But on the rare, um, um, it's not the river. Don't be confused with the river. It's, <laughs> it's actually called the valley, the second water Ooh. level where you're on, you're on a river. You can uh, make a, a magic card pop out of the water, but this time when it pops out of the water, it'll actually go on land and bounce towards a manky who will slap that motherfucker across the whole map. Well, halfway across the map where it will be beached on like later in the map. And you got to do that one more time to another manky who will slap it into the into the waterfall. And then what happens, CPC? You, you know what happens? It comes out of the waterfall as a, as a Gyarados. A large Gyarados. He's like the second. He's probably the biggest Pokemon in the goddamn game. There we go. <laughs> and it's good. And it's probably going to want to eat the Mankeys. It's probably those yeah, straight sh- after them. He shoots a goddamn, I think, hydro pump right at you for a great picture. And then he, you don't even see the rest of his body. He's, he's massive. But I think it's just to make you feel like how like big of an accomplishment this Pokemon is. It also kind of happens later in the level where you see a, like a whirlpool, like a twister in the water. If yeah. you throw enough water, uh, water. If you throw enough apples into it, you get to see. You even get a dragonite, which but, is again, you'd not know that. With a guidebook, would would spoil that for you. Mm-hmm. One you of the of? one of the hardest ones is actually a starmie will follow you in the map, and only if you take pictures of it, it's like straight on. It will follow you, and then if you get to that whirlpool, it will actually go in the whirlpool and become a starmie. To be the star you, the star you, not the star. Yeah, me. the star you will become you. You know, you know what I'm saying, man. Like, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, people are going to be going, no, fucking hell, it's a star you. Uh, oh, no, you know nothing, uh, Mister Pokemon. Snap. But it's true. Like this is you, you with a guide. It would spoil all that for you if you were to yeah. read that. But to find that out in the game, like it might not mean so much now because you know technology's moved on, and you know, but these kind of things are not, you know. But for us to see these things happen for the first time. It was like watching the anime that we're influencing, which was incredible. Yeah, which like I was saying before, it was much larger scale than the actual games. The games caught up after, right? At this point, it's all about the show, the movies, the cards, but mostly the show. And this game really showed like people like, not anytime soon, but one day, this is what Pokemon will be like on your Game Boy. And that's, they, the, that's the great thing about Pokemon. I think Stand. that's eventually, you know, I don't think we're going to see that with the new um, Violet and Scarlet. I don't think we'll see that. And I know they wanted to try and do something like that with Pokemon Legends Arceus. But I think it will be some time before we get the Pokemon game, which like Pokemon Snap. I think it will happen, but it's going to be a long time until it happens. You know, what's kind of crazy is it's taken so long for them to make the Pokemon game that people want. I wouldn't be surprised if someone else makes it before Pokemon does because the community is getting really good at making games all of a sudden. They're catching up. 
they're catching up. That's the thing. It's like, you know, if they know what they're doing and the technology becomes readily available, they're going to be able to do it at some point. It, it's, it is going to happen. But I just imagine, think, go on. Just imagine there's a Pokemon game where you're playing regular Pokemon, you know, your RPG, and then all of a sudden you whip out your camera. There you go. It's also Pokemon Snap inside your Pokemon game because that's how detailed the actual world is. Well, there was I know there was a guy who did a remake of the Sinnoh version before the remakes got announced. Um, but it was a bloody good effort, and he was having the Pokemon interact in some way. It wasn't as fully as Pokemon Snap, but it was still, I think, what a lot of people wanted uh, because yeah. it had that interaction between the different Pokemon. But I do think, you know, we said there's no way with the amount of Pokemon in in a potential game like you know you've got up to 900 there's no way they would do that now they would even when the no. new ones come, come out they are going to cut some they're going to cut a chunk there's no way you're getting the full 900 no way yeah they would have to make like you know like first three gens or like a re- one of the remakes or something like that that doesn't have all the game all the pokemon in it an experiment kind of like an experiment like they did with legends arceus but yeah but they just add, you know, more photo aspects to it. And then there you go. Exactly. My microphone keeps trying to mute me. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Why microphone? It's literally that mute button. So see, I have not died. I'm still here. Um, although CPC make, um, sorry, TPC. Yeah, I said CPC first. <laughs> you said CPC. He'll be, he listens to this. He'll be going, ha ha. I was mentioned and I wasn't even on the show. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm not dead. HBT is still here, or Danny is still here. Um, but yeah, I think it's an absolute crime we've not seen this earlier. Um, and this game sort of sold well since it's come out. Yeah, it's sold well over a million copies. Which, if if you are if you're not Nintendo, you're like holy a million. That's good. <laughs> but if you're if you're if you're you know Pokemon company and you're Nintendo and you sell a million, that's just you know it's just every other weekend for them. So. <laughs> But it did sell well for like, you know, a side game. And that's the thing. You know, this is Pokemon is the biggest franchise in the world, which I I love. I love throwing that fact out to anybody who goes. So what's the biggest media franchise in the world? And they go, I don't know, Disney. No, Pokemon. And they go, what the fuck? I'm like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking joking. It's bigger than the Avengers. Yep. Bigger than the mouse. Yep. Bigger than everything, which is mental. So it's called new Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo Switch. Sold 2 million copies as of September 30th, 2021. You know, that's up here in the brain, but, uh, you know, totally didn't Google that. Well, no, never, never. But let's let's just say argument's sake. Let's say each one sold for $40, okay? Um, And then, so you said 2 million, so that's 80 million. Yeah, so that definitely covered the development cost. Easy. uh, Yeah, easily. But they are selling for like 70 or $80. So Exactly. So it's going to be a lot higher, isn't it? (laughs) Um, so they can they can easily I don't I think basically the success from this and the fact that people wanted it for so long I can't see why another one won't come out and because what's coming around the corner at the end of the year um, Scarlet and Violet which means you've got more new Pokemon you've got Legends Arceus has come out which had more new Pokemon the Hui Sui in Pokemon so you definitely want to see more and we can have a new Pokemon game with them in I think an interesting take that they could do is that Pokemon Company, I know you listen to this podcast. They so you do. Know, I, I am genius, so you guys better take this advice to heart. Is if they just did the generation one by one all the way up, I know you would lose some magic because you're not seeing like all these different generations of Pokemon interacting. 
that might be a way for them to like make Pokemon Snap, you know, more of a a yearly release or like a more recent releases. You just break it up into generations, Imagine into different that. areas of the Hoenn region or the Kanto region. The oh my yeah. god, that that's making me um oh that's so if you heard cool. that Shigeri, if you heard that Shigeri Miyamoto, I want my five percent, <laughs> my five percent man, because you are Jesus, <laughs> you. I am Pokemon Snap. I'm not Jesus. <laughs> That's you. That's Pokemon Snap. <laughs> but I know, honestly, I think that'll be... You talk about a way for the series can go forward. You've got eight games straight off the bat, and then you could do the Hisuian region, nine games off the bat. So, or get this, Pokemon in the real world. Take a pictures of Pokemon in Japan. Take a po- pictures of Pokemon in Paris. Take a pictures of Pokemon in Australia. Not sure why you'd want to go down there, but you know, nah, you get, a few never. Pic- get a few pictures. You know, maybe you're on a plane. You don't quite get off the, the Jeep. And uh, yeah, dude, that, that would be cool. Pokemon in the real world. You mean like Pokemon Go, but not shit? I mean, I don't know. I like Pokemon Go, but you know, Pokemon <laughs> Go as a video game and not a phone game. <laughs> it could work. It could work. I, do you know what? I, there's the, the, I think they've, they're onto something. They're onto something as if they weren't originally. But I think it's just basically <laughs> going to be how they look at the sales and how they go forward from here, really. You know what's weird is to, uh, is to actually see 2.1 million sales and think, I wonder if Pokemon Company will even make another one because that's not even a lot of sales for them. Like they're selling 10 million a copy on their regular series. Is 2 million enough for them to want to make another Pokemon stand? No, that's the scary thing, isn't it? That that's yeah. that's the thing that haunts you. But they just give it to I, I keep saying, just give it to developers who want to play with it. Yes. It- and I think a great thing that we have missed is if you play this Pokemon Snap on the Switch, if you guys don't have it, you guys are a Pokemon fan or, or you're not a Pokemon fan, you know what Pokemon is. This game looks freaking beautiful. This yeah, game it looks does. great. And you know why that's you know that why that is HPT? And I hate to say it, it's because Pokemon Company didn't make this game. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's why and you, you look at legends arceus you look at pokemon snap i know they're completely different games don't try to hit me with that one looks fucking beautiful the other one it looks like it has stylistic change you know stylistic change that's all i'm gonna say i <laughs> i like that word what a word stylistic change it's very that's very <laughs> formal of you i do like that though yeah, I can't like, go too much against Daddy Pokemon, you know. No, you, you, you got to have, you know, yeah, because they'll come down at us. They'll come down at me. It's, <laughs> I must wait one day where they're going to um, copyright strike my own channel. It's going to happen at some point. They'll just come after me, the bastards. But that, I've got all my notes. But if you were going to rate Pokemon Snap, the original one, on the N64 out of ten, what would you give it? On replayability, on how it stands up nowadays. And just how it hasn't really like that genre doesn't exist on those points alone. I'm gonna give it a solid nine out of ten. Do you know what? I agree with that because it's yeah, it, as if it's on its own genre. It could have been absolute. If it was the Jack and the Beanstalk, it could have been like a two. But the fact yeah. they did it with the Pokemon and how they did it, more importantly, they could have just pissed, made a piss poor attempt and gone that'll do. Um, but no, they they really made something that we wanted to remember. I'll give it a nine as well. And just to back up my claim, you know, I am Pokemon Snap. So, you know, it might sound a little biased for me to give it a nine, you know, even though they have a nine in my name, you know, I am R9. Correct. But let me let me just throw this out there. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo Switch, same console. Can you play one that's almost as good, if not better, on another console? You can. Can you play Mario 64, if not better or as good on another console, like the Switch? You can. Can you play Pokemon Snap that's better? Or different on another console? 
well if, if it no. was two years ago i could say two no, years ago <laughs> you could say no but now you can but, yeah but no that's you tr- can. true true you before, can't, you can't get that. the same experience anywhere else and that's why it's nine out of ten no agree with you well r9 my friend i apologize for fucking you around um i do apologize but thank you very much as always it's such a pleasure to have you on i loved having a chat with you it's always good fun hey man i'm always here to take pictures of jesus so if you guys <laughs> want to talk about taking pictures of jesus that's me you know you give it a bad rating i'm never coming back well thanks mate i'm off to go see professor oak taking pictures of my mum. i'll see you later on <laughs> good luck man <laughs> And that was Pokemon Snap for the N64. Thank you very much to Mr. R9 Beats. I keep saying Mr. R9 Beats, I don't know why, to R9 Beats. It really does appreciate it. And thank you to all of you for sticking around as well. It said if you want to get more involved and get involved in the games and letters and everything like that, you can join on patreon.com forward slash retrowars. But until then, I will see you all next week. You take care of yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs>